Daniel, I have a question for you. Uh, hit me. Hit me. You can't hurt me. Hurt me. You can't love me. I know that's not the lyrics, but hurt me. You can't love me. Uh, question for you. Sure. If there was like a purge style day where one game every year, yep. all 31 teams play. Mm-hmm. Vegas yep. doesn't play anyone. They just play with themselves like they always do. All 31 teams play. Yep. But like it's the one day where one rule or one thing's different about the game. Yep. What would it be? Which rule it's would like, I take out? One rule's gone. It's like a really lame purge. One rule is gone? Well, the rule that I have always thought should be gone is that the goalie can't skate out and score. Take that rule out. That's stupid. That's dumb. He should be able to score. Yeah, if he's going to try it, let him try it. You can pull the goalie and put in a defenseman, which is the same thing. I think that uh, at the end of the game when they pull the goalie and put somebody in, they should change it to soccer-style rules. This is the first time and the last time you'll ever hear me say that something from soccer should be in the NHL. But they should bring the goal. The goalie should be the sixth person. Put him on the point. Absolutely. Be awesome. No, put him in front of the other goalie. (laughs) He's just going to block all the shots. Yeah, but he'll block the goalie too. And he's got that big stick for tips. He collects tips on it. Stips? Stips. He collects stips. I collect stips. What is a stip? A stip? Uh-huh. A stip is like a stamp, but it's also a tip. It's like what you tip a waitress. You tip in them a in stamps. Office. Yeah. If, you're, if you ever order a drink in like a 1960s style post office that also has sexy waitresses, yeah. you give them a stip. Ooh. After this, you want to go to the post office bar? Mm, the postal. Uh, I'm thinking about going postal was their ad campaign, but it just... Doesn't have the same connotation now. That's a pretty old reference, but it's. I think it's one of those references that people don't know the origin of. People don't know that. People know the origin of step. Uh, yeah, I think that what you're saying is that going postal. You, you while much don't, don't don't presume to know what I'm saying. Oh, I presume. I, okay, I sorry. Presume. presume. Don't think. Don't think. Gwen Stefani. Do we need to Zamboni, Gwen Stefani? No, I feel like uh, she's come up with the right amount. Okay. <laughs> Should we talk about hockey at some point? Um, we don't normally, but <laughs> we could. I also don't laugh at things you say normally. Yeah, that's true. But when it happens, oh, it warms my stone-cold heart. My Steve Austin heart. <laughs> my stone-cold Steve Austin heart. <laughs> it wears jean shorts and has terrible knees. Is that a contemporary Steve Austin reference? Like he currently has terrible. Did he yeah. always have terrible? knees? I don't think he always had terrible knees, but I mean, I don't know the state of his knees during his prime. But he definitely came back and had to wear two knee braces. It's never fun to watch a wrestler wearing knee braces because you're always kind of worried about them. This is a complete world of other sport. That's true. Exclusive. That's true. We have never talked about uh, fake wrestle fake sport. sport. Fake sport. We've never talked about fake sport before. Yeah. Dan, oh, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Dan, it's the off season. We both know it's the off season. Mm-hmm. We're talking right now. We shouldn't exist right now. It's, Hockey doesn't exist. It right feels now. weird. I feel like we're living in vibration. Yeah, I feel like we're if you're, if we're being honest, we're milking it by even just talking about hockey right now. But yep. I wanted to ask you, what milky, 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 milky? Ooh, there's a lot of facial expressions going on in this room right now. Yeah, that was tough. <laughs> but I'm holding it together. <laughs> Some about someone saying milky, milky just <laughs> makes me laugh. <laughs> It's an oldie but a goodie. <laughs> uh, what about hockey don't you miss? Ooh, good question. I don't miss uh, the feeling of 
horrible um, loss, tension, depression. I feel like my skin looks better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't sweat as much. Um, there's not as much yelling in my household, which is nice. Um, wow. The sun the sun seems to be out more. I don't know if that's a thing that happens all year round. I'm just sort I've of noticing that it. I've too. Yeah, I find it so well. strange that, and I don't know why astronomers haven't looked into this more, but th- there seems to be a correlation between the days being hotter and hockey not being around. Right, right. And I don't know whether that's because, I mean, this is just my theory. Yep. But it's based on lots of science, many science. Yep. Uh, is that because they've turned off all the hockey rinks, which were artificially cooling all the major cities in right. North America? And so the days are hotter now because the ice rinks are not pumping out cold air. Because it's one of the most distressing things about being a hockey fan in the offseason is all of a sudden this heat. And I'm so glad that eventually the, the season will start again and it'll be cold again. I mean, I think I speak for all of us when I say the words that I'm about to say, which is they need hot ice. Uh, duh. It's about time we have hot ice. We need that hot ice. Because right now we are living in the worst season. We're, we're living in the coldest period in the history of humanity, I believe. Based Tem- on temperature wise, based, based on, on based on the relevant science that rel- gains the, the notoriety that, within the, you know, certain ninety seven percent of all science uh, uh, men. Uh, we're, global cooling. Global cooling. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're we're living in a period of go of uh, Goebbels cooling. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. And there's also no- just because we broached the topic. There's also nothing wrong with recycling. Old news stories. Completely separate topic. (laughs) Because sometimes the public needs to know (laughs) again again and again and again and again. I love being reminded. I I often forget. What we've talked about. What? Sorry, what were we talking about? I've emailed Apple many times. Mostly to do false charges on my iTunes account for videos that... I wouldn't even be sexually interested in. I remember you sending me those and saying, that's not Stephen Morgan's uh, account. Stephen Morgan would not download that. What's Apple's email address? Um, Steve.jobs at deb.ca. I have emailed Apple many times. uh, And my one request is that uh, when you listen to a podcast, it disappears and says played. But our journal sport is way too important to just disappear and never be heard again. So I want it should double. Apple to double it. Yeah, yeah it to should play spread. It again. Yeah, yeah, it should spread. So like every time you listen to it, it pops up two more times yeah, yeah. until your iPhone is just us. That's a great idea. Sort of like a virus. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, we should call ourselves I a virus. I need to make a virus. Yeah. Have you ever seen that movie Outbreak? Right. That's why they call it viral marketing. Oh, wow. That's weird. You make a virus that infects computers and only installs Hockey Sport Podcast onto every single one. Weird to think that viral is a positive term. That's one of the strange things about modern life. Viral in the 1800s meant you have syphilis. Viral in the early dot-com era means you're famous. Maybe we should start it? No, we can't start it yet. We have not talked about hockey yet. 
Yeah, well, we haven't started the podcast yet. Oh, so if we start it, we'll start talking about hockey? Yep. Okay, well, that means we should cue it. Cue, cue it, it, baby. Cue it, cue it. Pool cue it. Eight ball, hockey pocket. Here we are. We're back. We're back. We don't have any time to waste. We got to go into this hard and fast. What are we doing today? How are we doing it? Listen, I know what you're thinking. What are they talking about? Why are they here? This is the off-season. There's no hockey going on. There is no news. You don't even know news. Turn the volume up in the headphones a little bit. See what it is. This episode is going to get bassy. It's going to be like an Eminem song. Yeah, there's going to be You know an Eminem song when he was dropping? Turn the volume in the headphones up a little bit. Do it right now. Did you ever actually do that? Yeah, no, do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I just did it. Good. Fine. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds actually a lot better now. That mm. sounds good. If you love us. Welcome to the Hockey Sport Podcast. Um, I'm your host. He is Daniel Doney. I'm Daniel Doney. That's Stephen Morgan. I'm Stephen Morgan, and this is the Hockey Sport Podcast. And Ooh, if you're listening to really this, good. That sounded really good. it's probably a rainy day wherever you are. So let's hope that we're sending some good vibes over to you on this sunny, rainy, summer, rainy day. Mm, I love a good summer rain, don't you? Yeah. I just found out that November Rain, the Guns N' Roses song, is the first song pre-2000 to reach a billion views on YouTube. Wow. What a random choice. And I feel like I'm left out. I feel like I'm left out of the group. Left out of the group of Guns N' Roses? No, left out of the group of, like, the, the zeitgeist of YouTube, you know? You know when, like, YouTube's doing something, and you're like, everyone's everyone's doing this, and then, like, a billion people are watching November Rain of, uh, from Guns N' Roses, and I, I don't think I've clicked that more than once. Yeah. I, f- I feel like that with lots of things on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Most, most of the stuff on the internet, I feel disenfranchised from. So people are, are out there watching people play video games. Uh, do you think people feel that way about us? I hope not. I think. We're a very accepting podcast. Very we want accepting. everybody to listen to this, except uh, except the people that we're about to Zamboni, probably. Yeah, if you're listening to this and you feel like you're about to get Zambonied, you should just turn it off uh, preemptively. Um, who's our first Zamboni, Stephen? Well, uh, it's funny you should mention that because that is our next segment. Our yes! Zambonis today. I'm so glad. You're, you really nailed it. I love it when we are doing a section oh it's so exciting it's so good our first zamboni is someone near and dear to our heart someone that i've heard daniel speak fondly of but he won't today a great band uh, a great band uh would make a great emo band pekka renee pekka listen bud the the end is nigh and I think we feel that the prime has perhaps passed, alliteration, and that we don't need to presume to perceive, resume, resume uh, speaking about you because it's just, I just think you're probably going to get traded. It's not going to happen. It's, it's, uh, it's in the past. You're done. I think it's, you're done, son. You're done, son. You're fizzling out. That sounded like a eulogy and a touching one. I have, uh, I, I've been approached by his wife, his wife, to eulogize Pekka, mm-hmm. Pex, as I call him, the Pecker, at his, uh, what, what do they call a thing where somebody's dead? A eulager, eulogio, a eulogion. Anyway, I'm going to eulogize him 
at his eulogy. You would be the eulogon. The eulogon. Or eulogane, depending on. Right. Yeah. I, I will eulogers uh, him. Let's just say that. Um, so we have a deep connection, which it saddens me to Zamboni, Pekka, Pecker. But um, the Becky, but it's time. Sorry, Becky Derm. Sorry, Pex. Yeah, we. One of the main reasons I wanted Zamboni Pecorino today was because since we're working on a emo album based on his life, mm-hmm. he's just been haunting me, right? Physically haunting me. I we, wake up in a cold sweat. We could use a break. Uh, I just relive that Nashville series, I relive that Winnipeg game where he got pulled over and over again. And I, 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 I don't, I, I don't think I can, I can do it. You know, I went through this with, uh, Rupert Luongo. And when you see a, a goalie, don't even get me started about Henrik Lundqvist, but when you see a goalie just mm-hmm. miss his chance, yep. you know, yep. It just, it breaks my heart. And so that's why you're dead to us. Wow. Yeah. Peck is dead to us. At least for this episode. It's not like we're permazamming him. Yeah, we have a short attention span. Yep. Yeah, the permazam is way too harsh for what we're dealing with here. He might be dead oh, to us, but he's not permazammed. We're not monsters. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Would a monster laugh like this? <laughs> There is a very specific dance move that we are both doing every time you hear the drums. Mm-hmm. Describe it, please. Which, uh, it's a lot of shoulder and a lot of finger wagging. It's almost like a robot. It's a little robotic. It's like a looser kind of robot. Uh, it's like a disco funky robot. And I call it the disco robot? That's just us. We just do the disco robot. Yep. The disco waggle bot. Disco waggle bot, sure. 2000. Yep. Disco uh, waggle bot 2000? Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's the, the name of our... Yep. Dance. Okay. And we invite you to do that dance when you hear the music. So maybe 30 times an episode. But we are also open to various different dance moves. Because one thing we're trying to encourage uh, here at the Hockey Sport Podcast, it's better dancing in hockey. Please uh, send us in your videos of your dance moves. Um, the dance moves that you do to the sounds of our podcast. You know, whatever gets that junk is shaken. And if any of the NHLers are listening to this podcast, start dancing. I want to see some more dance celebrations. Let's dance. Put on your red skates and skate the blues. Not a lot of dancing in hockey. Not a lot of dancing in hockey. Is that due to lack of ability or lack of will? Is it hard to dance on ice? No. Answer, no. No. One, Guess what? Ice dancing is an Olympic sport. Checkmate. To Patrick Chan. Beauty. Beauty. Canadian legend. Eyeballs like a like a ghost cat. It's a bit frightening. He is a bit frightening. You know the look that Patrick Chan gives when he sees his score at the end of his ice dance? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not very good. And his eyes go really wide. He has that look all the time. That's just always how he looks. Sometimes I spook myself because uh, I go into my bathroom and I, when I draw the shower curtain back, I'm afraid I'm going to see Patrick Chan there staring at me. Yeah. You know, um, sometimes I, uh, the mirror in my bathroom, 
I shut the mirror. It's on an angle. So it's when on, you shut it's it, it's on an angle. I, I shut. Yep. The, gotcha. It's on an angle. I shut the mirror. Oh, I've been there. I Patrick see him Chen. behind me. Yeah. I turn. He's gone. I look back in the mirror. He's not there. Yeah. When I'm driving down the UBC highway at night, uh, there is actually a ghost story of when you're driving down the UBC highway oh, at night Chan. of if Patrick Chan out there. Uh, he's doing a triple sow cow, and if you pick him up, mm-hmm. as you should, if you pick him up, he, he's asking you to. He wants you to pick him up, and yeah. if you pick him up, if you pick him up, uh, you will. Win a gold medal in the uh, next Olympics. Oh, that went way differently than I thought it would. Yeah, I mean you'll 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 lose uh, most your soul. Of, most you'll lose your soul, but you'll win a medal. I mean, I've given up less. But it'll for be more. A, but it'll be a team medal, so like it doesn't really count. You know what I mean? Oh, team. Yeah, it's in like a team sport. The relay, the hundred meter baton it, dance. It depends. It, it's just team, and you're like the not the best one on the team too. So it's like the medal. The medal's kind of hollow. Yeah, when they give. The score, it, it's not you they do the close-up on. They do the close-up on the other person because they're the Yeah, star. it's actually like you kind of screwed up. So it was like up to the rest of the team <laughs> oh. to really like hold it. So that's the kind of medal you win if you pick up Patrick Chan on the UBC highway. While, he, while he's ghost hovering above you. Canada's most haunted. Yeah. Does and the everyone... weird thing about the Patrick Chan ghost is that he's still alive, I think. Is he dead? He is not dead. I'm going to go ahead and safe bet that Patrick Chan is not dead. Subtitle. At the moment of recording this episode, bracket, knock on wood. We haven't knocked on wood once in this entire podcast history. And I think that any of our listeners would know that has had grave and devastating consequences. I think that many of the things that we should have knocked on wood Mm -hmm. uh, came true because we didn't. We didn't follow... The one rule in hockey sports commentating, which is knock on wood or cross your fingers. You, you got to do it. It's harder to knock on wood in hockey now because none of the sticks are made of wood. Unless you're Kyle Wellwood. I'm going to post-emptively, opposite of preemptively. Nice. I got a word of the day calendar for this month. That cool. Had most of the days scratched out. I, used, last I put mine in the bathroom, but then I just started using it as toilet paper. Yeah, so. word of the day toilet paper. Patent pending. Uh I'm going to go ahead and knock on wood for every time we've said the word shutout in this podcast postemptively. Okay. Uh, so that, you know, because you can't say shutout. Is that like a, can we expand this? Yep. I think that the, not the shutout rule yep. should be the Scottish play of hockey. Okay. Because people say you can't say shutout in the last five minutes of a game or if the shutout's possible. I just think no shutout. Why do we need this word? Don't say shutout. You're not allowed to say shutout in a hockey arena ever at ever. any point. There should never be a time you say shutout. Yeah. And if you do, everybody should go around you should go, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey. There's always. You got to leave, spit, spin around. Yeah. Do a little puck slap. Yeah. Touch a Touch a, touch Russian. a duck or a, tr- or a Russian. Come back in. And then you can watch the game. But you're there'll not allowed be, to say shut There up. will, of course, be ducks released in the stadium. There you go. For, yeah, for yeah, any non-Anaheim uh, game. Yeah, there's usually ducks around most hockey stadiums. So you have to, if you do say the word shutout, or you listen to this podcast, and we've said the word shutout, uh, you're 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 just jinxing the shutout. No matter when that's going to take place. So you you make sure you go outside, you spin around, you spit one time, you go touch a duck or a ducks fan or a Russian. Though. Uh, quick caveat I do love Quick Caviar Is uh, a new company I'm working on Is that where we're sponsored by? Uh, this week We are not sponsored by Quick Caviar mm-hmm. Because Caviar ain't quick 
Caviar should be eaten slowly and should take a long time to get to you because it's very expensive. I have a question. What's the difference between caviar and those little orange eggs that is on sushi? I've never had caviar before, so I couldn't tell you. I've never either. But I don't think I'd like it. There's no reason why anyone would like it. It's just eggs. Fish eggs, too? It's just fish eggs. All I know is that sushi with those orange eggs on it is not as good. But it does look like orange caviar. And I'd know I'm from Vancouver. It does look like C-plus caviar. Like it's flavored. It does. It's like, like C-plus? It's like Sunny D caviar. Yeah. But anyway, um, quick caviar. If Sunny D did make caviar, mm-hmm. I would I'd buy that. Yeah, it would probably be fizzy. Tang uh, caviar. Sunny D is not fizzy. What are you talking about? What is this? Are we just going to lie to our audience now? It's kind of fizzy. Are we just going to sit here sure, it's not and carbonated. spread myths It's not fakes? carbonated, fair enough, but it's got kind of a, a fizzy kick. Let's be real. It's got a kick to it. Sunny D is a little weird. I'm very excited for our next sponsor to be Sunny D. Sunny D, if you're listening, I'm assuming it's a, a person whose name is Sunny D, kind of like Sunny Corleone. Uh if you're listening, Sunny D, you should probably sponsor us so we can f- settle this. Because Sunny D, you know deep down in your orangey, sugary heart. Anyway, quick caveat. I do love yelling, protect the shutout at a hockey game. It's a great thing to yell. Oh, it's a great yell. Yep. It's the second best yell. We don't even have to tell you what the first best <laughs> yell is. Messier sucks. Messier sucks. Or is it fuck you, Boston? Those are both pretty good. Vote. Vote now? What Vote is the, now. What is the new chant for... Rogers Arena, a.k.a. GM Place, a.k.a. the Canucks House. The Canucks House. The Whale Pond. A.k.a. the Cabin in the Woods. A.k.a. Ooh, ooh, we should, have a, we should have a, uh, a, a competition. Rumble for, in the Bronx. A competition for the new name of the Canucks Arena. We should have a competition. But for now, we're competitioning uh, the chant, the go-to chant. Yeah, the go-to chant. The options so far are Messier sucks. And fuck you, Boston. And protect the shutout. Protect the Shoutout's great. Protect the Shoutout is a is a good like one stop shop. Protect the Shoutout's a good first period chant. Really get the team going. Should we move on with this uh, Zamboni time? Uh, have you caviared as much as you wanted to? I think I've had enough caviar for one lifetime. So next Zamboni, of course, is you guys have been asking for it. In the fact that you have not been asking for it. You don't want us to talk about Carlson. Silence is more telling than words. No Carlson. And that means all Wait, the Carlsons. Which Carlson? We're talking about any Carlson here. No Carlsons. Carlsons. They're all done. There's too many Carlsons. Way too many. Ridiculous. I would... I would... Okay, I'd yep. go beyond Zambonying. I'd say we should have a... Uh, fight to the death. Yeah. We need at least one less Carlson. I want to only talk about one Carlson for the rest of the podcast. And how can they all be good? I get it if it's like, oh, there's there's one Ben and another Ben and another related, but then one's good and one's not. Sorry, other one. Yeah. But listen, here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. They all had great years. Here's what we're gonna do, Steve. Um in a coming podcast, I'm not gonna say when gonna keep you on your toes on the tip of your skates steve and i are gonna do a fight of the night we're gonna pick two carlson's and the loser is gonna be permazammed that is deserving it's about time it's about dan time 
Dan Straight. Carlson's Frankly, it's going to be William Carlson. Yeah, it's probably going to be William Carlson. That's we can't afford to permazam either. You could even you. say that that's a safe bet at this point, but we're not going to say that yet. Um, we don't make willy-nilly safe bets. But listen, I don't want to stop at Carlson. Look, I've had way too much Carlson this whole offseason. It's been Carlson, Carlson, Carlson. Frankly, I'm, I don't like William Carlson. I don't like... John Carlson. I don't like. I don't the, like Randy Carlyle. That's what I mean. I don't like the sound of the Carl. It's just it makes me Carl. I don't Carl? like it. It kind of freaks me out. Yeah. It's like, Let's both say Carl five times right now. Carl. 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 We're also going to be zamboning The Walking Dead because I say Carl on that show. You say too Carl much way too. too much. Yep. So yeah. any Carlson, any Carl, and Randy Carlyle. And for those of you new to the podcast, first of all, welcome. Oh, man, I forgot to say hello to you. Thank you for being new. If this isn't making any sense to you, tune the fuck out, you psycho. What was wrong with you? Yeah, you're in the wrong place, my friend. I I shouldn't even say my friend. My enemy. Yeah. What are you, Brad Marchand? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, I shouldn't throw away. Well, we got him in. You know, we uh, reverse zammed. What do we call it? We impervazammed him. Impervazammed. Thank you. Yeah, uh, we wanted to zam. Wow. Look, folks, I don't claim to know anything about what we're doing here, okay? I don't have any responsibility. It's not like I listen to it. I wouldn't say I listen to it so much as I turn it up at full blast in my headphones and uh, work out to it. I play karaoke versions of Miley Cyrus backing tracks on top of hockey sport podcast and work out doing mainly shoulders. There's nothing that gets me more pumped doing squats and baby walks than listening to my own voice. Favorite new workout? The baby walk. The baby walk. You like... Put your hands straight out in the air. Put your hands straight out in the air and you sort of crouch and walk. It's actually really hard. It sounds hard. And it is hard. I'm hard. Should we move on? So anyone who's new to the podcast, uh, the Zamboni is a process by which, much like nuclear fission. Cool. I love where you're going with this. Two unrelated ideas, such as an existing person and a disregard for their existence, Uh are smooshed together, creating a kind of kibosh, a gulag, a destruction of identity, an ego death of this person, from which... Their name shall not be mentioned, much like the Zamboni smoothens out the rough skate marks on a glassy ice. Is that clear? Yeah, Zamboni means uh, we don't say anything about you if we say you before. And when we say Zamboni, it's you. So no talking about it. Does that make sense? Good job. Yeah. Yeah. I think we both... we landed hit, on the same we hit strip. Pretty there. much the same idea. Pretty much idea. It happens often. Let's cheers. Open that. Open that drink and let's cheers. Nice. Ooh, that's that's frothy. A frothy load. If you uh, are frothy. wondering, yep. For those of you who couldn't tell from the sound of that beer opening, it was obviously a parallel forty nine craft lager. That's our sponsor. That's sorry, our sponsor. I'm sorry, I jumped on that, but I just wanted sponsor, to say sponsor, it. Sponsor. I'm very excited about having a new sponsor today, Parallel Forty Nine. Thank, Thank you, you, Parallel Forty Nine, for Thank sponsoring so this podcast. Uh, um, it's, we couldn't do it without you. We wouldn't do it without you. We sort of are doing it without you. We oh yeah, bought that beer ourselves. So if you want to sponsor the podcast, get on it and email us. Technically, Hikesportpodcast at gmail.com. 
hockeysportpodcast at gmail.com. You can send the check to however checks are done. I don't have a bank account, but presumably don't you, I could just... I don't understand. I, don't I you could, ask for a check at a restaurant? Why would why would they send a check to us? Okay, don't send us. Don't don't check us. Don't check us. Check us. Don't check us. Don't check me us. Don't touch us. Please don't touch us. You know, I really would appreciate this podcast just completely live and unedited. If we were on the radio and we just had three hours to fucking kill. We're going to do it'd live pre- shows. It'd be pretty great. People would call in. They would definitely call in. Yeah, they would call in. It'd be great. I mean, we had a call last oh, episode. Oh, man, we would just fucking destroy that. We did have a call yet. Yeah. I mean, most people don't know that we have a phone line. Um, so if you wanted to... Whoa, it's a, it's a call. Oh, we're going to oh, call. You got a call? That's whenever we mention the phone line, it it buzzes, sorry, it, it lights up. Uh, caller, hello. Uh, you've reached the Hockey Sport Podcast. Uh, coming at you live from Parallel Forty Nine Studios. Oh, thank you for taking my call. Oh, oh, cool. Uh, nice to meet you. Where are you from? I'm from Tasmania. I've never heard of hockey before. Is it a uh, type of uh, dog? Well, actually. It's pronounced hockey sport, and it is a type of sport. I was phoning because I'm looking for a a type of dog ticket. I'm a lonely man, and I was wondering if there was a companion. I thought this was a dog hotline, like a dog line. I'm I'm very surprised that you felt that way. Uh, But being only the second caller we've ever had, we have actually a dog for you. Uh, his name is Ringo, and he has a disease which I can't legally disclose to you. I'll take it. All right. Uh, I will poke a hole in a box and ship it to you immediately. What's your address? I'll send you the check in the mail. Goodbye. Oh, he's sending me the check. He's sending us a check? Does that uh, mean that we have to pay him? Like that's What's the deal with a check when a guy buys a dog from you? Do you tip him 15% or is like 20 kind of the normal I now? I know, and like he's from Tasmania, so do you even tip in that country? Who knows? All right, I'm going to look up. Here, I'm looking up um, tipping procedures in Tasmania. It just is a picture of a half-eaten kangaroo. Shall we move on? Let's move on. Next on the old Zamboni Listeroo, uh, we're going to be Zambonying a very special group of people, a group of people that I respect, that I admire, that I loathe, that I perceive as underrated, that I wish I was a part of, that I never want to see again. Wait, can I guess? Yep. Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, yeah. I know you, I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought that up. You have a rough history with... Yeah, we're Zambonying Jehovah's Witnesses. Has there been a Zamboni within the league of mm-hmm. just religion? How atheist is hockey? Because when you it's think a good about question. it... They don't I, talk about I've it I've never heard of any player. Like You hear about base sport players and foot, American foot sport players. And hoop sport players. And hoop sport players thanking... Uh, I've seen it. The cross point upwards. Don't yeah, see totally. a lot of upwards. You don't see pointing. a lot of that in hockey. What a what a heathen bunch of unrepenting sinners. Sodomites, I would say. Sodomites. Do you think it's because of the the cold? It's you have hard, to stay warm. It's hard to believe in a god that would make that things would make, so cold. Make this undying blizzard. It's hard to believe in a god if you live in Edmonton. 
God has never touched Edmonton. I would even go as far as to say it's hard to believe in a God if you live in Alberta. Yeah, truly, there is no God. A barren, oil-infested, dark, toilet-smelling, snow barren... Did I say barren already? I'll say it again. Barren um, hellscape. Yeah, Alberta truly is a vast expanse of tailing ponds and nuclear-radiated, ungodly misformations of the human form cast by a blatantly absconded deity who has never seen such a disgusting, putrid swamp. Yeah. When I think of Alberta, I think of, like, um, a piece of toast. And, like, instead of there being, like, honey or butter or jam on it, it's poop. When I think of Alberta, I think of um, a, a robin's nest in a tree. But instead of robin's eggs, there is a severed hand. Right. It's almost like um, if, if, if like a teen is growing a shitty beard and it's like half acne, half... The Crosby. Sh- the Crosby. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Alberta's like Crosby's first Alberta. Stanley Cup playoffs beard. That's right. Mm-hmm. Do you think we've should we should we zam Alberta? Have we done it? Let's zam them. Okay, we're zamming Alberta too. Zam them. Get if zammed. If you have not noticed, our podcast is mainly deciding what we're not going to talk about. Uh, another thing we're not going to talk about are coaches. We are zamming coaches, and it's out of complete respect and disrespect, sympathy, the- empathy, humpathy, pimpathy. Pimpathy, nice, mm-hmm. uh, for Barry Trotz. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just feel bad. It's like he's just he's just not making the right decision. It's like when your friend is like, hey, I'm moving to Reno. You're like, ugh. You're talking about Barry Trotz now? Yeah. Just like, oh, oh yeah. You should have stayed. Like, you know, it's just not going to be better for you over there. That's a terrible choice. It's like when someone decides that they're going to go work in Edmonton. How many yeah. times have you heard someone say, I'm going to go work in Edmonton for a bit? Yeah, and they're you're like, never seeing oh, them I, again. No, it's, I'm going to make a lot of money there. It's like, well, yeah, that's great, but... You're never coming back. I mean, can I refer you to our previous segment where we outline what Alberta reminds us of? I think we have a clip. Let's play the clip. No! It can't be! No! Ooh, that, in hindsight... That pretty much sums it up. ...feels... Understated. Yeah, that feels really, really right. Like that feels on point, like on the level. But seriously, Barry, Bear Dog, Trotzy, Tricky, Tricky Trots, Trotty Trot. It's Tricky Two Trots are around. Two Trots are around. That's right on time. It's, it's Barry. Barry. It's Barry. 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 Uh, Barry, I don't know what you were thinking. You were the uh, the you were literally bait. You signed up to be to be bait on a hook. You were a fat cod. But you were bait for a starving man who needed to catch a fish. John Tavares was ready to leave. Everyone saw he was ready to leave. People thought he won't because hockey players don't, which we'll get to later. And you decided to hook yourself up. Just just hook me in there. Throw me in, bud. I'll get him. I'll snag him. You didn't. May I say, Barry Trotz signing with the New York Islanders is the equivalent of Roberto Luongo signing with the Florida Panthers. Ooh, retirement package. It's a retirement package. Yeah, get that man a golf cart. He said, I'm out. He said, I'm Peace. out. Peace. I'm willing to do the minimum amount of work for the maximum amount of money. Hey, are these my laurels? Can I rest on them? 
Ooh, this laurel chair feels fucking good. I'm just going to recline in this. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Put my feet up. It's got vibration and a cooler built in. Barry Trotz is going to do more for the New York Islanders than their general management ever did for them. You want to know why? Because he's going to phone it in and they're going to suck and then they're going to get a really good draft pick. You're welcome. Yeah, exactly. He's a man with nothing to lose because he's won it all. He's a dangerous man with nothing to lose. It's Trotz. Little tidbit before we go to commercial break. Ooh, shall we go to commercial break? Yeah, let's go to commercial break, everybody. What have you done to it? What have you done to its eyes? He has his father's eyes. What have you done to him, you maniac? Gary Bettman. And is his father, not Guy. He came up from hell and begat a son of mortal woman. Oh, oh, I can't damn believe it. I hate it. ads, man. I, I we can't should eliminate. We should get ads how off is of our he, show. How how is he our second sponsor? We should get ads off of our show. We should be ad free. We should ad-less, be ads. Ad blocked. Let's yeah, block it. Let's ad block. Unless stamps.com. I would do stamps.com. Yeah. Or slips. Oh man, if Lagunitas. Oh man, slips.ca. Wasn't it slamps? No. Slits? Slits? Slamps. Slamps? Stamps that you tip? Slam. Yeah, it's... Stips. It's Stips. It was was Stips. Oh, man. Stips.com. Hi, everybody. It's Ira Glass. We're back. Are you tired of tipping people in stamps and not having a way to do it? Well, with Stips.com, you can get all your Stips, Tamps, Timps, Tamps with the tips of the Tamps, and you get a little scale, too. Thanks, Ira. Back out. Today's part one, um, there's a small town in New Hampshire called Shitfuck. (laughs) (laughs) And the people of this town have a story. It's not the kind of story that you hear every day, but there's a woman there named Pauline. She's a nice woman. She's a cool woman. And, you know, it really got me thinking about names. You know, we live with a name, we take a name with us everywhere we go, and... What happens in a town, a small town, a town like your town, called Shitfuck? Do the people of Shitfuck become shitfucks? Do they fuck shit? Well, for the next 45 minutes and three-part stories, we'll find out. And the answer, it may surprise you. Stay with us. Cue monotone piano, possibly guitar kind of foreboding music. No matter what story it is. Maybe a Timber Tamber song. Definitely. Timber Tamber song would be great. Timber, Timber Tamber song. Ooh, can we play a Timber Tamber song right now? Boom, 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 I use that song a lot. Guys, go check out Timber Tamber. No jokes. No jokes. No jokes. That'd be a good name for this podcast. <laughs> this episode. No jokes. No jokes. <laughs> Welcome back to the No Jokes podcast. That is an implicit... Uh, deal that every other sportscaster in hockey sport has with the audience is no jokes. No jokes. Uh, welcome to the No Jokes podcast where we take everything really seriously. And even if they do joke, it's with uh, obtuse knowledge that normally they don't joke. It's like, can you believe we're joking right now? I can't wait to get back to not joking. There's oh. an air of, of tension that the fact that they're even oh. joking is like is uh, is taboo. Oh, that's such a that's fucking oh that's like alberta spot on commentary shit yeah, right there we nailed it we've nailed two things tonight um number one our descriptions of alberta 
Not the people, just the landscape. Okay, relax, 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 Alberta. Relax, Alberta. Honestly, if there's one thing I would say to Alberta, it would probably be relax. If there's two things I would say to Alberta, number one, relax. Number two, fuck you. You have some Stanley Cups. You can't say shit to us. Go to hell. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You want a Stanley Cup? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Stanley Cups come to Alberta six times. I don't want to hear it. If we sound bitter, because we and you're gonna say we're just bitter because you because we've won a Stanley Cup and you have it. Yes, yes, that is exactly why we're bitter. Dan straight, we're bitter. Dan straight. I don't want to hear it. That brings us. I don't want to hear it. Our third implementation of Dan straight tonight. Dan straight, we're bitter. I'm so bitter, and I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear any sort of hate for Vancouver. You can go fuck yourself. Never won a Stanley Cup. Mm. Done. That's it. Period. Do you think that Vancouver has the potential to become the next Chicago Cubs? What a depressing idea. Should we move on? Yeah, let's move on. Wow. That's... That's harsh. It's better than us becoming the next Atlanta Thrashers. Booyah! Can you believe it's time for On This Day? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's our most popular segment. On this day, July 16th, 1990, the St. Louis Blues signed Scott Stevens. Uh, the fun fact about that is that they did so on an offer sheet when he was an RFA, and it cost them, believe it or not, Daniel. Yes. Look at me in the eyes. It cost them five first-round picks. Right. And this was considered a good deal at the time because... They had done the same thing the year before, and they'd been matched. So they tried again. So they offer-sheeted Scott Stevens, and the penalty the league put on them, because you get penalties, was five straight years of not having a first-round pick, and that first-round pick going to the Washington Capitals. Wow. Could you imagine a team doing that now for a single player? I could imagine Edmonton doing that now. I could also imagine Edmonton making a move that cost them their five consecutive first yeah. round. Picks. And um, uh, seems like it could potentially be a good deal. Uh, remind me again how long Scott Stevens stayed. Uh, Scott Stevens played one year in St. Louis. Right, right. Not a good deal then. Not a good deal. And he then went to New Jersey where he made a career for himself. Where he uh, tried to murder Paul Correa. If I remember correctly. Uh, did murder Paul Correa. Has anyone seen Paul Correa recently? Exactly. Oh, man. I would love to see Paul Correa. Uh, uh, please um, uh, let us know if you ha- have a Paul Correa sighting. Paul right Correa story? Right Paul Correa he story. He's a surfer. He's a surfer. Apparently, he surfs in Anaheim. Holy Korea. What's his stance on North and South Korea? I'd love to get his opinion. Just purely based on his last name. I would love... For BC to name a uh, a street after Paul Korea, mm-hmm. but also have a street that's called North Korea and South Korea. Yeah. And on this day, 1988, also happy anniversary to the great one, the great wedding, the Royal Wedding of Canada, as it was called at the time. Wayne Gretzky, I know you're thinking Matt Duchesne, Wayne Gretzky married... Janet Jones, uh, on this day in 1988, and they have been happily married. I really wish that you had said Janet Jackson. 
Man, there's two things I want in life, and I've always said this. Okay, number I one, Wayne Gretzky is married to Janet Jackson, obviously. Number two. Uh, just tell me what the other one is. Uh, I already know the Justin first. Timberlake pulled off Wayne Gretzky's bra at the Super Bowl. I want to see that nip. So he married uh, Janet Marie Jones, who's an actress, and it was a very big deal. Uh, an met- actress? What was she in? Uh, nothing. Great. Yep. Do you think that she was uh, shooting up? Not shooting up heroin or anything like that. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm using the right terminology here, um, but I mean, like she was, you know, uh, he's the he's the great one, and she's she, definitely using him for publicity. If that's what you mean, right, 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 right. Because he does not have charisma. Uh, their happy marriage, which is still continuing, uh, produced five children. So his accuracy uh, is not limited to the ice sheet. It's also limited to the ice bed, where I assume Gretzky sleeps. He comes. He scores. I assume, just like in his hockey career, he liked to work from behind in his office. Don't worry, baby. This is my office. Yeah, but does Mark Messier have to be here? <laughs> he just helps me get close to the finish, okay? You know what I mean. I know what you mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. Sticks and... Sticks and stones may break my bones, but Wayne Gretzky has sex with Mark Messier. <laughs> That's where the original Messier sucks comes from. <laughs> are we still on this day in hockey history? <laughs> we fucking are. <laughs> we are okay. moving slow. Their five kids, Wayne and uh, Janet Jones, their five kids are Paulina, Ty Robert, Trevor Douglas, Tristan Wayne, and Emma Marie. Wait. Oh, they're all double names. Guys. Hang on. Are the Gretzkys white trash? And on this day, July 16th, 1914, his story is called Spittin' Chicklets. You guys might be familiar with it. Ooh, uh, I love chicklets. Great Halloween candy. So 1914, uh, early days of the league. You might remember the Toronto Blue Shirts actually won the cup that year, 1914. We talk a lot about hockey players losing their teeth. That was started originally in this year on July 16th, where uh, Donnie Dennison, a famous Toronto Blue Shirt player, was a sort of a rough. You guys know the story. He was a rough, uh, rough, rough guy, rough rider, rough rider. Rough he was, rider. A, he was an Ottawa. Look, the word rough you're looking rider. for is rough rider. Yeah, he was a rough rider, and uh, he would get into a lot of fights. And his thing was to take a little souvenir, you know, kind of like a crazy person. And he would take a he would take a tooth. Ooh, take a tooth. Yeah. So uh, what what would happen was that uh, Donnie Dennison would, uh, when he beat somebody up in a fight, some of the first fights ever in the NHL, uh, he would he'd take out some pliers, pop out a tooth. Add it to his pocket, you know, a little souvenir. But what caught on was hockey players then started as a bit of a fuck you, you know. They started letting their teeth fall out. Right. Kind of saying, you're not going to get me. Look, right. I, I've already lost my teeth. You're not going to get me. Right. So uh, Donnie, the dentist, Dennison, uh, as he was later referred to, uh, really started this trend in hockey, which is now kind of a fashion trend taking over the world. I think the toothless look is a good look. And I think that more people should be toothless. Frankly, I wish that I had less teeth. I think it looks cool. I'd love for somebody to punch me in the face for fashion. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed. I missed. I hate you in the eye. How do my teeth look? Uh, they're all still there, unfortunately. Right. Oh, well, we'll get some pliers afterwards. Our top story of the night. Top story number one. Um, why any of this? Does any of this matter? 
Stephen, would you care to elaborate? I'm glad you asked that question because what I've realized in this time where there is no games and there is no reason to be talking about hockey, what if, and not to get too philosophical, but what if hockey sport doesn't matter? What do you mean? There's no hockey right now, so hockey doesn't matter, but maybe hockey never matters. Maybe nothing matters. Maybe we're just on this endless treadmill of caring about things and then deflating ourselves. And really, in the end, it's just a stupid game and it doesn't bring us any happiness. And why are we even here? Sometimes it does feel pointless. Sometimes it does feel like we're falling through a black hole of jagged rock and there's no end in sight. Sometimes it does feel like we're living in Alberta. Sometimes it does feel like there's nothing in front of us that we can even grasp and it's all uh, a giant wreck of flames. But I I I I think that uh, eventually uh, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I I think that it matters and I think that we will prevail. I can't accept this optimism that you're bringing to this. I have been spiraling. Spiraling realizing that the longer it goes on without any games, without any players' transactions, suddenly I, I find myself caring about line combinations on the Columbus Blue Jackets in 2022. I find myself caring about whether Artemi Panarin wants to live by the ocean. What does this mean? Why are we here? Look, I think that a uh, huge... Uh... Um, arbiter of this is and I hate to say it social media I am a, a, Wait, I'm, I will not stand here and have you insult social media well then it's a good thing that you're sitting because it I is, will sit down and listen it is um, hard to look at my phone anymore I, I, I can't I can't I just can't read any more headlines about the latest draft of some fuck shit team that I don't care about. Some stupid nonsense trade. Who signed what contract for whatever average amount of money that they've signed. I don't want to hear it. I don't want that notification. Do I need to turn off notifications? I flipped the script. Why does it matter? It doesn't matter. I'm out. I'm really excited to hear Ira Glass's take on the town of fuck shit and their team. The the fuck shit nuggets. The fuck shit nuggets, which is an important part of the whole. Ta- you can't tell the tale of the town of fuck shit without talking about the role the fuck shit nuggets play in their community. You know, I'm glad that we're finally getting acknowledged um, as uh, journalists. Via Journal Sport, via This American Life. Airing our segment. Airing our segment. It's going to be good. Um, <laughs> I don't know when it's going to be airing, but, uh, you know, we, uh, Ira Glass, uh, we, I mean, we got an automated response, but it, it's still going to be airing at some point, I, I assume. So. There's four things we know and don't know. We're going to be on This American Life. Number one. We're sponsored by Craft Beer. Number two. We have 
no reason to believe that Ira Glass will ever get back to us. Number, uh, I lost count. And we paid for the beer ourselves. Beer's pretty good. Top story number two. The deuce. Free agency showdown. We're going to go team by team. We're going to go starting alphabetically with the Anaheim Ducks. We're going to talk about every free agent, so uh, let's get this up here. and uh, Great, sure yeah. That- um, I'm thinking, though, that we should just really cut to the chase here because there's only one thing that anyone should give a shit about, and it is... I think it's fair to say that it is the first symptom of a horrifying virus. It's maybe the biggest thing to happen in the history of sport ever. Can I say that? You did? I did, and I sit by it. I can see you sitting by it. JT. And no, we're not talking about Justin Timberlake ripping off Wayne Gretzky's nipple boob at the Super Bowl. Super boob. Okay? We're talking about JT, a.k.a. Johnny T, a.k.a. Very Johnny. John T. Varies. Varies? The spider varies the spider master of whisperers he's got all his little birds and everything john t varies john t varies has been uh acquired uh uh he's been acquired he's been lassoed he's been netted he's been caught he's been, been tamed he's, he's been, been spanked he's been tamed linked he's been banked and been... and he's and he's getting groomed now by the infamous Lebronto Faptors. This is okay. Well, is, we, we have to is, explain. We have to back up. This a is horrible. Bit. We have to this back is up horrible news. Here. This is horrible news. This is horrible news. <sighs> okay, we all... anyone telling you otherwise is fake news. Listen, we're coming from a place of extreme journal sport and extreme prejudice. An extreme prejudice. We we ha- we are biased and we are focused on our one track and this is bad news, people. We are warning you. This is the canary in the coal mine. Oh man, this is a smoking gun. New slogan: biased and focused. More than ever. Bifocal. More not wrong than ever. I love it. <sighs> you know what I don't love? John Tavares on the LeBron Raptors. And for several reasons. Okay, we um, have to back up. We have to back up. For everybody out there that doesn't understand. I want to unpack this. We want to unpack we gotta this. We got to unpack Because this. what is happening here is not just happening to hockey it's sport. It's happening to hockey sport. We have a cancer. Is that? No. A Ebola. I would say Ebola. We have an Ebola in our sport. Let's focus in here on what exactly this disease is let's talk about baseport we are not used to this kind of uh, betrayal by johnny t varis master of whispers of a, a player a, a franchise player a great player changing teams on a whim but we have seen this before and frankly we saw this this summer we have now seen the lebron change from the Cavaliers to the Lacares. Le- La I assume it's French. La Lacares. Lulars. It's it's the it's La Lacares. La Lacares. But they play in LA. Anyways, we've seen this before. Basketball is ripe with it. We have all star teams. People flocking to the greatest 
just because they're going to get money and fame and championships and things I don't even understand why people would want. There's no hometown value anymore, but I don't think it started with basketball. Let's just call it hoop sport. That way our audience isn't confused. We know where this started. It started with New York. It started with the New York Yankees. NYC. It started with the baseball. The Big Apple, or should I say the Big Fapple? We're adding fap to everything now. It, every, everything that we're adding fap to is deserved. It's because everything is really fapped up right now. It's all being fapped all over the place. Oh, it's such a huge fap. This is a cluster fap. I'm getting fapped just thinking about it. So what you've seen is something that, that hockey has been impervious to. The good players re-sign with their teams. They play their whole careers there. They end cupless, unhappy, depressed Swedish twins, and that's the way it's supposed to be. Listen, we're going to unpack this for you. There's a little sport we're I, tracing like to call, it back. I, I like to call base sport, and this sport has no salary cap. So any team Money sport. can nilly-willy reel in whichever player they want and and throw them as much green dollar dollar bill monopoly man money they want, and they can stack their team. They can stack them like they're cashy cash. They can stack stack them like money pogs. Muns. They're stacking them like pogs. It's become a stacked game of uh, money ball, I would say. And all of a sudden, this that's a good, uh, that's a good phrase. All of a sudden, this can you patent that? I'll, I'll patent it. I'll patent it. I, I'm working on patenting it right now. Um, uh, I watched the movie Patton um, to learn about how it works. All of a sudden, that hoop sport has this problem, too. You've got the Lebronto Faptors. You've got the Golden Knight Warriors. All of a sudden, these teams are stacked like pogs themselves. And I fear that this systemic stacking of the guard, stacking of the pogs, has now moved on to hockey sport. And you know what you have to do when a virus spreads. You have to trace it back to patient zero mm-hmm. and kill patient zero. Patient zero, I would say, is base sport, a.k.a. the New York Yankees. We're going to New York. We have to plan a massive attack on New York. Never- no, okay, never mind. Ooh, no, That's we not shouldn't do that. No, we're, we're not, not going to. Yeah. Okay, moving attack. on. We're not planning an attack. Listen, folks, uh, it's the off-season. Just saying. I don't know if you've noticed, but recently, NHL, your app, has not been... Interesting. Interesting. It hasn't been texting you about scores. It's been texting you about puns. Mainly puns about team names, like Motor City is getting revved up. The Oilers are getting slick. Uh, So now we talk about whatever's out there. We talk about all the different stories and all the fun stuff that's happening, but... I don't know if you're aware, but the Washington Capitals just won the Stanley Cup. And um, our question is, did someone Zamboni the Washington Capitals? Why did we talk about them for two seconds? We is talked this, about isn't them. Isn't there more to talk about? Can we just can we can we just stop for a second and not think about next season and talk about what just happened? I feel like there's more analysis to be done. Immediately after the Washington Capitals won the Stanley Cup, there was so many storylines about how next season is going to be different. Next season, they're going to lose players and they're going to be worse. And yet, they just won the Stanley Cup. It's one of the most significant athletic achievements 
of the last decade, and yet I'm reading a story about how Edmonton is adding depth to make sure that they make the playoffs again next year. Who cares? Doing. I'm, I'm, we're not even. We're not even close to the next season yet. Can we talk about Washington season? Can we talk about what happened? Can we talk about the the playoff? series can we analyze it a little bit more what, let's talk what, about it what boggles our mind is that we spend an entire year wondering who's gonna win the cup and we just fucking found out who won the cup and no one cares every single regular season no game, one cares anymore every single goal every single playoff series is about who's gonna win the cup this year what's what 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 name's gonna get engraved in the cup we just fucking found that out and all we can talk about is eric carlson getting traded or john Tavares being i know we just i i mean Look, whatever. We're part of the problem. No one's saying we're not part of the problem. Look, we we're, might even we're be more the, part of the problem than ever. We might even be patient zero of the problem. We invented the problem. We probably started the problem. We we were the problem before the problem was even cool. We invented the problem. But listen, folks, he who invents it must also Delt rename it. it and deal it. Can't we just talk about the Capitals winning the cup a little bit more before we start talking about next season? Can we just talk about them a little bit more? Uh, one thing that I think is amazing, because clearly the Washington Capitals, Dan's looking around the room. He's not finding anyone that wants to talk about the Caps. There's no one here. No one wants to talk about the Caps. They Can't wanna, believe it. They want to talk about whether I'm, McDavid's going to make the playoffs next I'm year. I'm flabbergasted. Yeah, our gast is flabbered. I've been flabbering my gast all over this town. All over this dirt town. Let's just talk about it a little bit more. What happened last season? The good thing is, Washington and Ovechkin, I assume Ovechkin is the owner of them or something. He has Putin money. He can buy whatever he wants. Yep. Washington has decided that this Rubles. is the first year where they are actually going to change this up. They're tired of this whole, ooh, they might choke next year, Stanley Cup hangover. There is literally... This is actually the best Seven part. Seven seconds between a team winning the Stanley Cup and the word Stanley Cup hangover being said, on average, statistically. Because you cannot stop talking about whether or not they can, quote, replete or be replete with injury. Yep. Or a Stanley Cup hangover. Which is why my, my favorite thing... That they're doing. Uh, sort of the shining light that they're doing amid this weird media darkness is that um, normally the team raises the Stanley Cup banner once and only once. Uh, it's a big ceremony. It's like it's you, get to, ceremony. you get to see the banner go up. It's going to be up there forever. Caps are doing it. Guess what they're doing, baby? Every single game they're raising it. Pre-game ceremony before puck drop. Every game of the regular season 41 times. Banner goes up in the rafters. They're forcing it on away games as well. Yeah. They're going to put it up in away teams' rafters. They want people to know, we don't give a shit about this year. We just won. As they no should. One, no one cares about the second time your name goes as in the cup. As they should. As they should. Winning the Stanley Cup should be a way bigger deal. They should celebrate it the entire year. No one should give a shit. Their jerseys should be laced in gold. The Stanley Cup banner should be raised consistently. It should constantly be a celebration. If They the should wear gold-encrusted pads, ankle bracelets, necklaces, chains, everything jewels, gold. Bejeweled. And then when people say, why aren't you playing well this year? They can be like, I'm weighed back down by all this Stanley Cup gold. Listen, hockey sport fans, if the Canucks win the Stanley Cup, and I'm not saying if and when, I'm just saying if. If 
the Canucks win the Stanley Cup. When? The season after they win, every game I go to won't matter. Why would it matter? I won't care if we lose or if we win. I will be drunk and joyous the entire time. I'll basically be a Greek god. Dan will be a beacon of hope that the future does not matter. An inspiration for all of us who have given up our lives and, like Barry Trotz, will rest on our laurels henceforth. Yeah, I'm just going to be drunk for an entire year after the Canucks win. And welcome back. Uh, welcome back to the Hockey Sport Podcast. Why'd you leave? I hope you didn't go far because uh, we're about to reel you in back way closer than even you've ever been before. This next segment's called Best or Worst, and um, I've got a question. I would hope so. I'm going to hit you with this question real fast and quick. Is... Alexander Ovechkin going to have the best season of his career next season or the worst season of his career next I'll, season? I'll go ahead and take the uh, pro on this one. I'm going to sure. say Ovechkin will have the best season of his career next year. I believe that Ovechkin for a long time— I thought you were going to say worst there for a second. Going for pro. I sort of heard a W bubble up. He's going for the best, his his best season. I believe that Ovechkin has been— You think he's freed. I think he's freed. I, I think he has been reeling it in until Bold. they won the cup. And now that they have, he's just he's gonna go crazy next year. I like he's it. He's gonna unleash the beast. Unleash hell. I like the um I like the I like the theory there. I like the fact that um it's potential that that he's now gonna throw away the idea of being a team player. He doesn't need to do that anymore. The yeah. team doesn't need to win. Here's what I want to see the next year. I want to see Ovechkin get 85 goals and the Washington Capitals miss the playoffs. I love that. I love that idea. And I think wouldn't it could happen. Be, wouldn't that be better? Just, I just think Ovechkin's career— I want Ovechkin to try to score every time he has the puck. Yes. Never pass. Just try to score. 700 shots on goal. Why not? As Ovechkin, what's the one record that you probably wish that you had that you don't have? Most goals in a season. Biggest Head in the league. Right. I'd say he's close. He's definitely close. But he is nowhere. He's not in FNUF territory, you know? No, FNUF has a huge head. Yeah, has a huge head. head. Uh, um, Dustin Brown has a a great one. Yeah. um, I'd say smallest head. Gretzky had a pretty small head. Is objectively Corey Perry because his head is a baby head. And and the way that it looks next to Getzlaff's head is very strange. Yeah. Quick caviar, um, Ovechkin is going to have his best or worst season. Potentially worst because he's got nothing to lose. He's got nothing to gain. Who gives a shit? He's just going to fucking shoot for the rim and never get any puck in. I'm guessing he's going to get about 10 goals. Wow. This is turning into a fight of the night. Do we have a fight of the night today? We sure do. Should we, we- just jump to that? If there's any team that you... Could put your trust in. What is that team? And why? I would put my trust in a team of well-trained golden retrievers. Over any team in the NHL? 
Depends what the task is. I assume the task was the fetching a ball. I was going to say the task is winning the Stanley Cup. Uh, if it's fetching the Stanley Cup, I'm going to stick with my original answer. Thank you. They're probably pretty good at it, yep. Yeah. How many of them? Frankly, 30? that's why we have a trained golden retriever as the main protector of the Stanley Cup. Question that could be answered by Google, but that I prefer to pose to another human being. Is there a hockey oh, airbud film? You just admitted that I'm a human being. I mean, loosely. Take it. I'll take it. Score. Yes, there is MVP, Most Valuable Primate. That's a Do you not hockey, know this movie? That's a hockey film about an ape. I'm asking about Airbud. Well, I think they I realized. I didn't ask about the MVP franchise. Well, I didn't tell you to be a stupid butt face. Say what you will about the uh, Washington Capitals. And by say what you will, I don't mean negatively. I mean say positive things about them constantly because they just won the fucking Stanley Cup and shut the fuck up about the Ottawa Senators and their shit that they're dealing Stop with. Stop talking about any other team. Stop. Who gives a just, shit? Just, I don't care. Anyway, so we're getting back to a good Washington Capitals story, as we should, which is oh, goody. they have changed the rules again. Washington Capitals, I don't know whether it's Putin. It's probably Putin. I hope it's Putin. Has changed. It has a lot of sway. Gary Bettman is... A lot of sway and a lot of swag. I, I've said a lot of negative things about Gary Bettman, but to give him credit, he is a humongous coward. And thankfully, now a new rule has been instituted, which is that instead of uh, the Pritchard... Pratchard? Pritchard. Uh, Pritchard? Pritchard. 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 Instead of the guy who normally presents... Cracker. Instead of the guy who normally presents... Cracker cart. Cracker cart. That is a thing that has happened before. Connor Hart. <laughs> Corey Hart. Cracker card. Cracker card. So, a great rule change that's happened this year is that next year there will be no uh, cup presenter. The guy who normally presents the cup has been... Defeated by Batman? Uh, ritualistically beheaded. Oh, nice. I'd prefer to see him... Um, poisoned with a sort of neurotoxin that makes him feel trapped within his own body. But awake. But awake. But unable to move. And then we can cut open like a porpoise or a bear or something and put his Those body within that and then tie him up on a stick and mm -hmm. boil him alive in the innards of another animal. Like a turducken. Yeah, like a human turducken. Like a, like a human in a bear in a whale and burn that and boil it alive. Whoever you're talking about. The guy that presents the cup. Uh, whoever that is. It sounds like, to me, I would guess, that you came up with that idea of the human introduction. A person instead of a platypus, instead of a whale, instead of a bear. It's, 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 it's a human in a bear in a whale. I once again remind the audience that this is the off season. And there's less of an obligation for anything. If you relevant. saw the way that Dan was currently holding and gesturing with his beer... You wouldn't take anything that he just said seriously. I hope you don't take anything I say seriously. I don't want anything that I have ever said to be taken seriously. There's what are, too much serious talk. What are your in the feelings world. seriously about Steve Moore? Uh, Steve Moore is a coward and a cheat. And sometimes the world is harsh. And uh, you're backtracking. You're backtracking. Listen, I don't want to talk do about, it. I don't you talk do about it. Steve Moore. 
It's a complicated subject. All right. But also it's it's sad. It's it's two things. Can it be two? I can hear sirens in the background. And I'm sure they're coming. They're coming for me. They're coming for you. It's the social justice police and they're this coming for me. Social justice warriors. Warriors. Come out and tell us what to say. <laughs> back it up. Oh, yeah, the new rule, yeah, which back, we've been trying to get up. to. You know, the new rule is that the cup presenter will not be Terry Pritchett or Pratchett or whoever he is. It is going to be, like the Academy Awards, the previous captain of the previous winning team. So Ovechkin will present the cup to the next winner. And if it had been in, in instituted early enough, we would have gotten to see Crosby pass the cup to Ovechkin. That's how it should be. Congratulations. I was the captain, and now you're the captain now. I have a question. What happens if you have back-to-back winners? Or Tom Hanks. He would also be a great keeper of the cup. Thank you for answering my question right away. If it's back-to-back winners, Tom Hanks presents you the Stanley Cup. Great. Tom Done. Hanks on retainer. Every year... Instead of saying the cup is in the building, they say Tom Hanks and the cup is in the building. Uh, but it's a shame because Tom Hanks has now been cursed with the curse of the Stanley Cup. Black Pearl. Curse of the Black Pearl. Curse of the Stanley Cup. There's lots of curses out there, and we can run through several curses, um, but that's part of our curse podcast, which is going to be happening in the Christmas break. So if you want to tune in to the podcast, it's a cursed podcast also, so you're not going to want to listen to it because you're going to get cursed. It's cursed themed and it also is itself cursed. So um, don't listen to it, but that's in the winter. You don't have to worry about it right now. We're in the off season and uh, we've got more stories to tell. Brings us to fight of the night speed round because this one's going to get heated. Sometimes we Zamboni this kind of stuff because we know that our passions get enthralled, we get hot and heavy, and we cannot stop. But this is it. It's prognostication round. There is nothing to talk about because nothing is happening in the NHL. And we're going to talk about the fucking Canucks. Yeah. Yeah. And what I want to know is, Daniel, what will the Canucks be next year? And the question is, are we fucked or are we down to fuck? <sighs> That's a tough call. You know, for the first time in a long time, I feel like we're fucked. Here's the way I see it. I'll go first. And you're fucked. Go for it. You got nothing on me. If there's one thing I know about the Canucks, it's that every year is our year. And this year is no different. In fact, this year is better than any other. We have a team full of rookies that could do anything. We have a potential starting lineup that is basically an all-star team of 18 and 19-year-olds. Great. And you don't know what they're going to do. And I'm ready for the narrative of were the Sedins holding this team back? Because as soon as we start winning next year, that's what they're going to be saying. They're going to be saying the Sedins were the problem. And Bo Horvat, Brock Besser, Pedersen, Gaudette, Hughes... Demko, they are the fucking solution. We are the future. We are the one. And that's why we're going to win the division and lose in the first round. I love the fact that you think we're going to win the division and lose in the first round. That's a great prediction. Uh, I I am 
always the eternal optimist via the Canucks. I'm always saying that, heck yeah, we're going to win. We're going to win the Stanley Cup this year, but this year I'm just thinking it is, you know, I've seen the team perform the way that it has in the other years. And yes, we've got all these awesome 18 and 19 year olds. They're going to be great, but look at the supporting, the support, Listen, you can't win an Oscar without a good supporting cast, and our supporting cast is filled with just absolute garbage. Just garbage. You don't like Beagle? I don't like Beagle. I don't like Gagne. I don't like Erickson. Erickson sucks. Erickson sucks so hard. Gagne sucks. The supporting cast is just just total balls. And do we? we don't have a goalie also. Just saying, there's no goalie. We do not have a starting goalie. We have several backups, which is great. No starting goalie whatsoever. It's looking bleak. I can't believe I uh, just heard that. It's that looking was, bleak. I can't believe I just heard that. I know. It's... All right, we need, we, we need a cheer-up story. We need a cheer-up story. So um, we're going to go for a man. Remember 2011? Oh, I love this section. So this is a man, remember 2011, and what I really want to focus on here, we've talked about Kessler quite a bit, yep. uh, I want to remember Ryan Kessler as he was, which is why I'd like to say, Kessler, it's time to call it. You're not going to win a Stanley Cup. It's never happening. It's a safe bet. It's a safe bet. It's, you're not going to win a cup. I I love that. It's time to call it. It's over. Let's stamp this in the history books. It's not going to happen. And the uh, only reason why uh, we want to make a big deal of this is because he left the Vancouver Canucks to win a cup. He left us because he wanted to play for a contender. He made a gamble. He uh, basically, in my mind, traded the possibility of his jersey going up in the rafters for a team for the chance to win a cup yep. because he could have stayed with the Canucks. Yep. He could have wrote it out and he would have been a retired number. And Instead, he's, yep. he's a okay player for two different teams. And he's even dumber than he thinks because now he's stuck on a team that's not going to win the Stanley Cup again. Yeah. Like, if, really? You bet on the Ducks? You're the, like, ducks the Ducks? The, the that's current, the team that's going to win? The current Ducks really? are like a worse 2013 Canucks. Like, like they're a, They are not a optimistic team oh, we really we could have uh zambonied him but uh you know we've got a history with kessler so we wanted to uh to give him a little bit more time a little bit more air time than we wanted to give pekka but really it's a similar situation it's over pal whoa do you know what this brings us to wow wow what this is monumental there is a whole other world of other sport i love the world of other sport world of other sport yeah, yeah. listen um there's a whole lot to unpack here and it's fair to say that we might not have enough time to tackle the entire world cup of euro foot sport in what the five minutes that we usually dedicate to world of other sport you know, I mean, like soccer. Like, let's wrap it up. But like, I mean, there's a lot. Again, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. I want to say I hate Euro foot sport. I would like. I hate it. I would like to hear 
why you hate Eurosport sport because I know you are entertained by it. I am very much entertained by it, but I find it odd that so many people around the world love a sport where cheating is promoted. Mandatory. Mandatory, if you will. Mandatory. Mandatory. Cheating is mandatory. I I mean, it's fun to watch. It's silly. I would say it's silly. I would suggest. I enjoy watching it. For an entertainment factor, but is it a representation of the kind of sport that I like to watch? A fair athletic competition? Nay, sir. Nay. I would suggest, if I could make one rule for soccer. Please do. For Eurofoot sport. Mm -hmm. I would argue the rule I would add would be there should be rules. Right. So sort of like the opposite of the rules are there are no rules. The rules are... There are rules. Yeah, like as in, I would like to see a rule in in European foot sport that says if you get tackled by somebody illegally, you get a penalty kick. Right. As opposed to the current rule, which is if you are near somebody and you realize I can't score, you tackle yourself and that gets you a penalty <sighs> kick. Euro... Foot sport, European foot sport, um, requires a lot of attention. Some team won. Uh, didn't really matter. Le team. Shall we just say the words comic opera and move on from there? I think that justifies everything that I want to say. But there is actually something else we have to say. Great. We need to talk about the fact that, once again, not only is the system rigged, but... The people in charge want you to know that it is rigged. Mm -hmm. Vladimir Putin, who got the World Cup in his country. Wow. In his pocket. Made sure that everyone knows how this works. Uh, The way I'd imagine it is FIFA came to Putin. Putin came to FIFA. Putin came on FIFA. Putin, FIFA, Pufa, Feetin. I think we're all, you know, like we're all wiser. You know, like Benefer, you know, when they add celebrity couples names together. Poofa. Poofa. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pifu. We all know that he had to make sure that there was a realistic end for Russia, but he stretched it. He played every card he could to make sure that there was a end that Russia could tolerate, but not seem suspicious. And so he settled with. Let's say they make it to the group of 16. The beauty of the world right now is that Russia gives less of a fuck than ever. You've said it. I've said it. We've both said it. Russia wants you to know that they rigged it. It's that obvious. They don't care. They want the world to know. Are you kidding me? What? What? The f- five nothing? Four nothing or something? Their first games? That they played in the World Cup? I believe it was 5 nothing. A four complete nothing. slaughter. Total slaughterhouse 5. And, you know, let's compare that to the Helsinki Summit that's happened recently. Russia wants you to know they rigged it. They're showing it to you in plain sight and they're flaunting it. They're flaunting it all over the garden. Take your curtain call because the show's over, folks. Russia knows it's bad. And they're feeling good. They won five nothing. 
and 3-1 in their first two games and made it to the group of 16 because we know, everyone knows, they had to. They didn't pay $100 trillion million dollars had to happen to get there and lose all three games like poor australia oh does anyone really feel bad for the australians and our last world about the sport uh of the day i wanted to take a moment to cope with this drastic loss and recognize that base sport has the worst highlights. By far. They hit it, and then they catch it. Most of them are running catches. Some of them jump, and they catch it. Every once in a while, the ones that I like, it's like a bounce catch, and then they throw it. That's it. Name another base sport highlight. That's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, they have the catch and throw. The catch and throw is good. Yep. You know what also always surprises me about, like, the top 100 sports highlights of the year. I was just going to segue to There's that. There's always like at least 40 of them that are the same highlight of one person running and the ball's about to be a home run and the person catches it. Great. Yep. Seen it. So happy to see it again and again and again and again. Welcome to the highlight of the night. Mm. Highlight of the night. Baby. And our highlight of the night. And our highlight of the night. Tonight, July 16th, 2018, is fucking nothing. There's no highlights. There's shit all. There's we just told There's you. There's no hockey. There's no, There's no hockey. hockey. We have nothing to watch. There's, I've seen all the highlights well, the best you of the watch year. Guys, I've seen it all. I'm really sorry that you don't have a highlight of the night uh, tonight. It, 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 it's affected us all. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. There's nothing. Anyways, we debated about who should be the play of the night, who 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 we can uh, yep, yep, honor yep. in this way. Yep. And it turned out there is only dishonor in the summer sports. Summer sports are they're going away. They're not going to be a thing anymore, so it's hard to analyze them when they're a dead species. They're going to be expired soon. They're on the extinct list. There's no point. Nothing matters anymore. None of it matters. Just gotta wait till October. At times like these, I like to quote Green Day. Wake me up when September ends. I thought you were gonna say, "Wake me up." Yeah, I'm sorry. We have. I, I meant, I walk a lonely road, the only road that I have ever known. I don't know where it goes. Something, something. I walk alone. I was touching. Thank you to that's Daniel. Green Day. It's not me. That's Thank you to that's Daniel Green for uh, singing. And that brings us to our misplay of the day. Daniel singing Green Day. Let's roll the tape back. I mean, I wouldn't say I was singing it. It was sort of spoken word, but, you know, whatever. I don't want to misrepresent me like you, that. I mean, it's classic it's, journal it's sport. Classic journal sport misrepresentation. Uh, like classic that, uh, journal sport. way that you... 
put yourself out there. Classic journal sport. You were vulnerable. Um, you were, yeah, you know, I tried. Yeah, I tried. You, you I tried embarrassed best, yourself. You know? And it again, was, it was a perfect again, display this today. Is, this is and just, I don't have anything else to do with because I, I have no sports. It's degraded you know, to. I've, this I've is no, what our society is no degraded to. Nothing and there's nothing left. There's nothing If there left, was a great Dan Kuche type moment, this I would totally the way use that. But I don't. This is the way the world ends. So, in the end, you're the misplay of the day. This is the way the world ends. Not with a bang, but with a misplay of the day. Our and la- our last, yeah, our last, our last, our last, our last, our last and final segment is, of course, the horoscope. And um, who better to horoscope will be scoping oh. a particular horo. It's the capital of the scoping Stanley them. Cup champions, Alexander Ovechkin. Is it really Ovechkin? It, it's Ovechkin's horoscope. What a lucky guy. Uh, so many honors in in one short summer. Ovechkin is of course a virgin. Sorry, uh, Vir- Virgo, Virgo. Um, and let's just go right into it. Hard work on a particular enterprise for too long a time could finally lead to an increase in income. Interesting. Virgo, creativity or innovation could be involved. Don't be surprised if you find yourself on the receiving end of compliments. You'll be feeling proud and confident, and you certainly have good reason. Buy yourself a present. Take your partner up for a celebration. You deserve it. The stars are so wise. The Dallas stars have aligned in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, sometimes we say that the best moment in the Hockey Sport Podcast is the intro time when we don't have to talk because the music is playing. Yep. But, little known fact, we both agree the best time is this moment. It's like the sweet release of death. I hope that all of you out there in the listening world, in the world full of ears... All of you not hearing impaired people who can listen to this podcast, apologies to the hearing impaired people that are not hearing this apology. We'll try to get it dubbed or sign languaged or brailled or something like that. You know what's the brilliance of finishing an episode in the middle of July? Is it's hard to know whether this is the end of last season or the beginning of the next season. It's both a season finale, a recap, and a season preview. We've looped. Here's a way that you can keep the party going. Just start the episode again right after I say this. And uh, I know this feels like the end of the episode, but we're feeling good and we're going to start another episode right away. So let's start it right now. Press play now. Or you have to, might have to press back, back or press play now. Open, open, open up your phone again. Like the 15 second thing and like click the yeah. 15. I know the thumbprint click. doesn't work all the time so you have to put in your passcode but you have to yeah not the 15 second the whole time like just drag it or something. You don't, oh yeah that's a good idea. Take too long. Yeah, and, and just stop it back, and click a different one again. and then go back. frankly honestly oh, we're fading out. Ooh Spotify. Spotify's good too. Are we fading? Are we fading? I don't want to fade out. Don't go too fast. Don't go too fast. Don't go too fast.